With frequent wildfires contributing to airborne pollution, the harmful effects of inflammation-free radical exposure are of particular concern. But you can buttress your natural defenses with nutritional support from my friends at NT Factor. Free radicals are highly unstable molecules that can trigger cell damage, leaving your cells less equipped to utilize oxygen. NT Factor's Breakthrough Lipids formula restores energy and undoes the damage to cells caused by free radicals. Breathe Clear with NT Factor combines the benefits of NT Factor with quercetin, a powerful bioflavonoid. In addition to its antioxidant properties, quercetin is an anti-inflammatory. It works to open up the nasal and respiratory passages. For a limited time, buy one container of NT Factor Lipids Powder and get a bottle of Breathe Clear with NT Factor free. Just go to ntfactor.com, that's ntfactor.com, or call 800-982-9158, 800-982-9158. This summer, arm yourself with the protective power of NT Factor Lipids Powder and get Breathe Clear with NT Factor absolutely free and breathe freely while supporting your body's fight against free radicals. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Our guest, Jane Jansen. She's a naturopathic practitioner at the Tree of Life Wellness Center and an expert on GI problems and has recently written a very interesting blog on how to rectify acid reflux safely uh, and wean yourself effectively. It's entitled Dangers of Acid Inhibitors, and you can find it at her website, which is... Uh, holistichealthline.com. So, Jane, it's a practical advice. You know, somebody, a client comes in to see you, and they're, you name it, they're on uh, Nexium, Dexalant, you know, uh, any number of powerful PPIs, proton pump inhibitors, acid blockers. Um, you want to utilize diet modification strategy. You want to use probiotics. But give us a schedule for the off-ramp for medication. You know, how fast do you taper? Uh, do you tell patients to alternate days on medication or to substitute other medications, less powerful acid blocking medications like uh, famotidine, Pepsid, uh, or Zantac? Now Zantac is back on the market uh, after a recall because of there was some unsafe contaminant. Uh, what do you do? Uh, basically, it all kind of depends on the individual because it depends on how long they've been on uh, um, the acid inhibitors um, as well as, you know, what's going on digestively. Do they have an ulcer? All those kind of things. But generally speaking, uh, you got to put things in place. It's like kind of setting the table before you can even put the food on the table. So you got to, you know, get things started to get the digestive tract healthier before you can even attempt trying to wean off. Off. So one, you know, start with the doctor over here is probiotic, and I usually suggest chewing it at least uh, about a half an hour before your meals, and then also if you should feel acidic, rather than grab for you know another omeprazole or Prilosec or whatever you're taking. Try doing another Dr. O'Hara's probiotic. Chew another one and see how you feel with that. And also particularly before you go to bed at night because when you lie down, everything tends to slide up. And depending on particularly how late you've eaten, you may not have digested everything well. So to try and, you know, prevent some of the um, slide back and some of the irritation that comes with that to chew a Dr. O'Hara's probiotic before you go to bed. 
Then there are other supplements that can be helpful as well. Uh, DGL, which stands mm-hmm. for deglycerinated licorice. I'm a big fan. Helps yeah. to <laughs> helps to stimulate the esophagus, the digestive tract, in chewing it, has a licorice taste to it, helps to put down a protective lining in the digestive tract, and particularly the esophagus. And so this is going to help. And if you do that about 15 minutes before you eat, because that's about how long it takes for that um, uh, protective barrier to be um, formed, um, it'll help again with just any kind of back backlog uh, that can happen. And then I think also taking a digestive enzyme. There are a mm-hmm. lot of great digestive enzyme formulas out there, which is different from a probiotic. A lot of people get them confused. They think it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the probiotic is the good bacteria, again, with the prebiotic, the nutrients that feed the probiotic, and then the postbiotic, which is in Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. And then the enzyme more helps to break down those nutrients uh, that are in the digestive tract. Then they have like lipase, which is for digesting fats, uh, amylase, which is for digesting sugars, protease for digesting protein. So it just helps you to process that a little bit better. And as we all get older, we have less of those enzymes in the digestive tract, so we have more difficulty digesting our foods. And so taking those with a meal can be helpful. There are certain um, uh, enzyme formulas that will have different things besides enzymes, such as uh, marshmallow root Mm -hmm. or slippery elm that helps to soothe the lining of the digestive tract as well. So, um, you know, you can look for those type of um, uh, enzymes that will be helpful. And usually you want to take those with the meal, again, so you process that better. Are you a fan of aloe? Because aloe has some healing properties sometimes for mucous membranes. Aloe can be fantastic, particularly people who have the chronic... um, acid reflux. Just got to be careful. You don't want a laxative form of aloe, yep. uh, which includes the leaf, unless yep. you have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to be careful, but it does have, it's kind of like if you get a burn on your arm, you know, yep. sunburn, you put aloe on, it helps to soothe it. Well, aloe can do the same thing internally. Um, and you can just mix it with a little bit of water. Also, um, Coconut water can be helpful. Uh, mm-hmm. So, And some people actually find a, apple cider vinegar mm. can be helpful. Hmm. But you got to be careful because it yeah. depends on the individual. So I usually say do a test. Yeah. You know, take about a quarter teaspoon of apple cider vinegar and about four ounces of water. Mm-hmm. Take that. See how you feel with your meal. If it makes it worse, yeah. don't do it anymore. Right. If it makes I, it better, I think that's that's the key. I mean, it's hard to predict. But, you know, as Jonathan Wright once pointed out, you know, many decades ago, uh, paradoxically, the problem with some people is they don't have adequate acid production. And the food, in effect, sticks in their craw. It does not get properly digested because as people age, and especially in women, hypochloridia happens, chlorhydria happens, which is a lack of hydrochloric acid, where the symptoms may seem identical to excess stomach acid. So sometimes a judicious application of uh, betaine hydrochloride uh, or apple cider vinegar may help some people. Now, And you have to be careful because if this, 
the skin is, I mean, the internal mucous membranes are raw and denuded and inflamed, uh, immediately you're going to experience a burning sensation. So you have to yeah. do a little trial and error. So I agree with you on that one. And never take it just straight. Right. So, so let me tell you what I do because I'm a medical doctor. I can, I can discuss drugs. What I will sometimes do is I'll say to people, um, you know, and especially if we want to really slow off ramp, I'll say two out of three days, take your acid blockers. And on the third day, uh, take some pepsid famotidine or some Zantac, ranitidine, which you can now get over the counter. So in effect, on that third day, you're going to take a little weaker, but it's it's a medication. It's still a bit of an acid blocker. It's just weaker than what you're used to. And that you might do that for an entire month. And then the next month, you can try an alternate day strategy. If you really want to go slow, you can do, you know, PPI one day and then your uh, H2 blocker, you know, those one of those two medications the other day. Uh, and then you can go, you can try one, two, three. A third day is an off day. Just like, how are you doing? You know, and variations on that theme help to take people down gently because you don't want that rebound because already because of the suppression of the acidity, you're going to get those gastrin producing cells pumping out uh, excess hydrochloric acid. And you want to gradually adjust to the absence of the medication, right? Yes, it helps to rebalance. And I've suggested similar things with um, my patients. And, you know, they always look at me like, what do you mean? You're not, you know, you're the natural person. You don't yeah. recommend. Well, yes, you know, medications aren't the enemy. It's sometimes the way they've been utilized is the problem. Um, and so it's a matter of we would prefer not to have to use medications if we could, but sometimes they are absolutely necessary. And the H2 blockers have less problems associated with them as compared to the um, acid inhibitors. Indeed. But they're cheaper, they're available over the counter, so they had to invent something new, more expensive, and stronger. That <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> always seems to be the tendency in the pharmaceutical industry. Uh, and, you know, we're seeing that also with statin drugs that, you know, some of them, will, I guess, will soon be available over the counter. And, uh more powerful, more expensive drugs will supersede them. Uh, so that is unfortunately or fortunately the way of the pharmaceutical industry. So, all right. So those are, are some of the suggestions. Well, what about, you know, some lifestyle factors? Uh, you know, you mentioned in your article that stress is a factor. How does stress impact this and what can you do about it? Well, the stress gets the digestive juices going, uh, often the acidic aspect. And in particular, I had one patient that uh, she was on every single acid inhibitor you could possibly think of, and she was still having issues. But she also had um, significant um, anxiety issues. And I kept saying to her, we got to really deal with the anxiety if we're going to straighten out the digestive tract. It took almost a year, mm -hmm. um, but we finally got her on board with that. And there are different supplements. There's teas, there's meditation. Even exercising can be helpful. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the type of exercise, it's got to fit you. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you're somebody who doesn't want to get on a treadmill, then that's not going to be helpful. Yeah. Uh, we got to find the style that's going to be helpful and reduce your anxiety. Uh, but watch the caffeine intake, because that, particularly coffee, high acidic, 
as well as uh, increasing anxiety. So, you know, it's a balancing act always. And, and with exercise, sometimes you can get a paradoxical effect. There is a, such a thing as runner's reflux, which, uh, I, you know, from the, the bouncing and the concussion of running in someone who has a weak esophageal sphincter, uh, that that's uh, going to make things worse. Now, how many of your patients come to you and say, well, my doctor says I need to be on a PPI because I have a hiatal hernia. Uh, and then I point out to them that if you were to survey the average population, even people not complaining of gastrointestinal problems for the presence of hiatal hernia, that people over the age of 50, prevalence is at least half or more. So that you don't treat a hiatal hernia with a medication, right? That's a structural issue that, you know, isn't going to just go away, um, but it's just it it does aggravate um, the upper digestion as far as in some people you can get chest pain and they'll have difficulty differentiating between am I yeah. having a heart attack or am I, you know, is it the hiatal hernia kicking up? Um, but, yeah, the, the protein pump inhibitors really don't help that. Uh, in fact, I think over time they make it worse um, if you try to come off them, you know, too suddenly. But um, I think it's just something that if if everybody can have patience in, you know, to come off these acid inhibitors slowly, and we want the quick fix. We want it right now. We want to be able to do it immediately. But if you have patience to slowly wean off of it, you'll be amazed at how much better you feel uh, in the long run um, to, you know, get your body back into balance, get your digestive tract back into balance. Indeed. And you, we must point out that there's some instances where it's inadvisable to go off an acid blocker. And I can, I can think of a couple of them. Uh, in patients who have uh, precancerous changes in their esophagus, uh, it, it's kind of dicey to remove the acid blocker on the theory. And I, I know that this is controversial because there are actually some some studies that point out that there's not that much advantage to keeping people on acid blockers for a lifetime if they have what's called Barrett's esophagus, which is a precancerous condition. Uh, but it is a little dicey to take people off those medications if they have that. I've done it, but only after confirmation that the Barrett's esophagus is responding to, you know, some of the things we've been doing, you know, there's certain supplements that help to uh, reverse the precancerous changes, and then when they get a clean bill of health, then we think it's okay to go up the acid blockers. The other is if a patient has uh, a stricture, which may be caused by constant inflammation, maybe, just maybe, that's a case where we've got to avoid the acid splash that can make that worse. Uh, do you sometimes find that sometimes you got to throw in the towel? Well, I, I don't look at it that way. I look at it as uh, what can we do to help the digestive tract be healthier regardless? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, if somebody, for instance, has a torn valve that, you know, separates the esophagus from the stomach yeah. um, or it's eroded, um, you know, they're going to have problems the rest of their life. It's Again, there's a structural issue going on. Um, but they can still do, like the doctor over here is mm -hmm. probiotic, who will help this all be healthier and help the tissues be healthier, help them digest better. So it doesn't hurt to, you know, to do both. 
Um, yeah. It's just a matter of, you know, what are you physically able to do? But I suggest to anybody, anybody who is taking an acid inhibitor, absolutely utilize the Dr. O'Hara's probiotics so that you can, you know, have better balance in the microbiome uh, and to absorb your nutrients better, absorb your medications better, so you don't have to go on higher and higher doses of medication. EssentialFormulas.com is the place to find out about Dr. Hero's probiotics. They're also available at all the natural health outlets, uh, popular ones like Whole Foods, Vitamin Shop, and other natural health retailers across the U.S. And they're also available online via EssentialFormulas.com. Uh, I also just want to mention, you know, kind of the elephant in the room, excuse the pun, is that obesity plays a role in this. Because, you know, we talk about these structural problems with the esophagus. If you've got like a, a lot of abdominal contents like a lot of visceral fat and a big belly pressing upwards on your esophageal sphincter, you're going to have more reflux. And, and anytime you can shed, you know, 10 or 15 pounds, you, you might be able to alleviate the problem, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. The more you have in the body... <laughs> That is taking up space, the more it's putting pressure on your stomach. And even constipation itself can back yep. up the whole system. Um, and so, again, it's it's just everybody needs to, you know, sometimes I think people get overwhelmed by this so much I have to, you know, consider here. But just, you know, pick and choose and slowly work on all these different little components. And before you know it, you'll be feeling significantly better. It's putting together uh, your team to help get your digestive tract back on track. Indeed. All right. Well, let's give us give a heads up to uh, Jane Jansen's uh, radio program. The radio program is uh, I, it sounds like it's heard in, on a Rhode Island station. Is that correct? Uh, yes, we uh, broadcast out of Rhode Island. That's our home station. Uh, we also broadcast, uh, broadcast out of um, Boston as well as in Tampa and in Denver. Okay. Do you archive your radio programs on your website at holistichealthline.com? Uh, yes. Well, the station um, uh, does that as well. So a lot of people can listen to the podcast on uh, the station um, if they wanted to. But we have that information on our website. It's holistichealthline.com. And that's also where you'll find an excellent article that kind of really does a deep dive on the subjects we covered today. Dangers of Acid Inhibitors by Jane Jansen at Holistic, spelled not with a W. H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C, healthline.com. Uh, Jane, thanks for your fantastic work and advocacy. And, uh, you know, I know you're helping a lot of people with the approaches that you use. And, uh, you know, it's a really worthwhile campaign to minimize our dependency on these powerful medications that have usefulness at times, but are so overprescribed. Well, I want to thank you so much for having me on, Dr. Hoffman. You are such a treat to uh, talk with. <laughs> well, thanks. I, you know, I've been doing enough years that, uh, you know, I can I have the claim to fame that I've, I've never lost a guest. And <laughs> you certainly have risen to the occasion. You're a broadcaster <laughs> yourself. So uh, you're eminently qualified to get the word out on television medicine. Thanks very much for joining us. Well, thank you. You have a great day. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. You know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. That's why I partnered with Fullscript, an online dispensing platform that 
only offers curated professional-grade brands that I know and trust. The very same supplements that I prescribe to my patients and take myself. Never counterfeit or expired, always stored and shipped correctly. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to start your free Fullscript account. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant and offers world-class support. Fullscript also gives you access to my custom targeted supplement protocols that combine the products that I recommend to address specific needs, heart health, immune support, and much more. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll get access to the supplements and features you need to help you achieve your wellness goals. That's DearHoffmanStore.com. DearHoffmanStore.com. 